Are you concerned about the air that you're breathing, especially with increasing air pollution? We all know how vital indoor air quality is, and here's where Puro Air steps in to make the difference. Did you know that indoor air can be up to 100 times, 100 times dirtier than the air outside? That's where Puro Air comes to the rescue. In just 30 minutes, this revolutionary device can transform the air in your room by removing allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases. But what sets Puro Air apart is its cutting-edge HEPA-14 filter, a powerhouse that tackles pollutants at a microscopic level. And it's not just me saying that, Puro Air is backed by scientists from both Harvard and MIT. I personally loved having a Puro Air purifier. I feel like I can breathe again, especially after battling congestion for like the last month. Winter can be tough, but within an hour, it was crazy. I could feel my sinuses beginning to open up. I slept through the night without coughing, and I've been sleeping so much better now that we have a Puro Air running in our bedroom. So check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. For a lot of my listeners, I feel like they're on a journey to simplify their lives, but they don't want to sacrifice style, which I completely understand. And that's why I was excited to partner with Home Threads. Home Threads is the perfect blend of minimalism and comfort for your home. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a curated collection of sleek and functional furniture that speaks to the heart of minimalist living, from multifunctional storage to timeless design. They have everything you need to create a clutter-free and serene space for your family. As most of you know, we've recently moved, and I'm not someone to just fill up a room so that it's done and decorated. I wanted to do this with intention, and so I searched out accent chairs on Home Threads and found the perfect mid-century modern chair that really complements my space. So embrace the beauty of less and elevate your home with purposeful pieces. Visit HomeThreads.com minimalist and get a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. I feel like the holidays becomes this mosh pit of spending. You have to get gifts and you have to, and you have to decorate and make a budget for what you're going to spend on gifts this year. Don't go in unprotected. You just start to like, I got to get more. I got to get more. We've all seen it happen. You're like, I, I have to have more things. And this idea of one for them, two for me, it just turns into this spending frenzy. And if we can go in ahead and be prepared. And part of that is decluttering ahead of the holidays to see how much you really have. Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. Joining me for her third appearance on the show is professional declutterer, Tracy McGubbin. Today, we talk all about the holiday season. We talk about Black Friday pressures, sticking to a holiday budget, buying secondhand presents, pressure to decorate our homes, what to do when we receive gifts that we didn't ask for, and so much more. So we'll get to the conversation in just a moment, but before we get there, I have a special guest sharing her minimalist resource of the week with you. Hi, I'm Tracy of The Lighthouse Co. I'm sharing the minimalist mom resource for the week. There is a product line that I have been absolutely obsessed with. It's called Auto Skin Goods, and the reason I love it, it's minimal skincare. I've learned so much from the founder. She is a dermatology nurse practitioner. The products are so easy to use, so no nonsense, and it's really helped boost um, simplicity into so many other facets of my life. As a professional organizer, it's easy for me to be simple in my pantry, in my garage, in my closet, but I never really took the time to think about skincare and self-care wellness brands. So finding a simple minimalist 
skincare line has been life-changing for me, my morning and nighttime routines, and to be honest, I've shared it with my husband and my kids too. So make sure you check out Auto Skin Goods on her website, autoskingoods.com, and give a shout out to Sarah because she's an amazing mama for, and she's a founder of this company. All right, well, thank you to Tracy of The Lighthouse Co. for sharing her resource of the week. My goal for this segment before the show is really just to share whatever has been beneficial in my life, what's been working, what hasn't been, resources that I love. So I hope that it's been helpful to you. However, one way that you can be helpful to me is if you've been a longtime listener of the show and you haven't yet left a rating and review, pause the episode and it takes 30 to 60 seconds. Tell me what you're enjoying about the show. Tell me your favorite episode. Honestly, you could skip the review and just hit five stars if you've been enjoying the show. Every little bit helps, and it makes the Minimalist Moms podcast much more visible to people looking to simplify their lives. So with that, let's get into this conversation with Tracy McCubbin. All right, Tracy. So been on the podcast before, and I just think you're so eloquent in the way that you talk about decluttering. And obviously you have the insight of having been in so many homes for your career. I wanted to have you back, but I was like, what are we going to talk about this time? Usually you have a book coming out, but I just want today to pick your brain a little bit about the holiday season, mm-hmm. kind of see mm-hmm. the way that you tackle it and then what your wisdom will be for the listeners. But before we get there, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself and then we'll start chatting. Fantastic. So my name is Tracy McCubbin. I am the owner of Declutterfly. It is a uh, decluttering and organizing business. We're based mostly in Los Angeles, though we go everywhere that people need us. And at this point now, I have 12 employees. So we are decluttering all the time. And, the you know, I'm the author of two books, Making Space Clutter Free, Make Space for Happiness. And I do a lot on social media to help people. You know, I I... I have to say, I was having a conversation with someone about social media and they're like, I hate social media. And I was like, why don't you flip that script? Like it's an ability to reach people in this really fantastic way. Like it's just, it's been great. So, you know, I really, really, my focus is to change people's relationship to their stuff, to understand that their stuff is not going to make them happy, that their stuff ultimately is a burden. How can we live with less and better and quality and how can we all those things that we're trying to fix through shopping where else can we get them in our lives and i love talking about this ahead of the holidays because i feel like the holidays becomes this mosh pit of spending like you have to get gifts and you have to and you have to decorate and I really try and put some markers in for my clients and my followers. Like what are some time periods you can look at? Changes of season, right? We've just finished summer. Can you take five minutes and get rid of like the grungy, grungy, grungy towels that just didn't make it? Can those go in the rag thing? You know, the bathing suits that kids have grown out of like taking the change of seasons and decluttering and getting real with yourself ahead of the holidays. I mean, just the simplest, Diane, make a budget for what you're going to spend on gifts this year. Don't go in unprotected, you know, don't go in. You just start to like, I got to get more. I got to get more. Like we've all seen it happen. You're like, I, I have to have more things. And this idea of like one for them, two for me, like it just turns into this 
spending frenzy. And if we can go in ahead and be prepared, and part of that is decluttering ahead of the holidays to see how much you really have. Mm -hmm. My son just had a birthday. And now that I have three children as opposed to one, I kind of am finding myself I think I said this to you last time. Oh no, that's not good. But I was finding I'm finding myself again saying, how did I get here? I need to I need to reassess because with his birthday coming in, it's more stuff on top of stuff that I haven't decluttered. I think it's kind of seasonal right now. My husband and I get really busy here at the beginning of fall and into the fall, but if you don't manage the things you currently have prior to all the other gifts, and not even just gifts, it's just like you accumulate a lot of stuff during the holidays. It's like people give you I don't know, food baskets, fruit baskets, random things show up, right? (laughs) Totally. Those fruit baskets, the food baskets. I'm like, can't you just send it to me in a cardboard box? Like a cardboard box is great. Like I love, like I love all that stuff. I just got a really sweet thank you note that had like interesting salts and, and it came in a cardboard box. I was like, oh good. I don't have a basket I have to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. No, someone sent me cheese and crackers in this big giant sleigh a couple of years ago. (laughs) So nice. The cheese and crackers were lovely, but I was like, what am I going to do with this sleigh? I don't decorate, which we'll get into it, but I don't decorate a ton for the holidays. And so I ended up selling the sleigh on Facebook and I think I made like 20. Great. Yeah. There was 20 bucks. There you go. And for the person who does decorate and it's a sleigh, that's amazing. And it didn't go in the landfill. You know, I had an interesting experience, which you'll appreciate. I have, I don't have kids. I have two nieces and a nephew who I'm very close to. And I flew out to surprise my niece who was turning nine for her birthday. And it was super fun. And I was like, oh, I want, you know, I want to bring her a gift. And her mom sent me a link to hair chalk, which all the kids love. And it was like $8. And I had a moment where I was like, that's not a very good present. That's only $8. I feel like I should get more. Now, I flew out to surprise her for her birthday, which... I mean, you know, she and I are inextricably linked and I gave her the hair chalk and she loved it. And then for the last two days, my sister-in-law has been sending me pictures of all the kids in the neighborhood chalking their hair. I had a moment where I was like, right, that's what she really wanted. That's what she's having fun with right now. Like I didn't have to, I had to stop myself because I was like, oh, I got to go to Target and give her more presents to open. I'm like, no, stop. So I think we fall down that rabbit hole of like, we have to get more and we have to give more. And I think you have to align with your values, your budget. What's your budget for the holidays? Don't go into January in debt. Yeah, I have definitely done the I kind of mix it up now, but I've definitely done where I buy everything secondhand for my kids for Christmas. I did this a couple years ago. I kind of challenged myself because again, on Facebook Marketplace, Poshmark, um, is it Mercari? eBay, you can buy things that are new to you and even have the tags still on them, but they're at a much lower price point. And so I think we have to get this idea out of our head that it has to be from a big box store brand new because it's like a car that you drive off the lot. It immediately loses its value once you make that purchase. 100%. And think about it. Like if people are are reevaluating this, also think about the things that we declutter. I gave some clothes away recently where I was like, they just didn't, you know, maybe warm once or twice. They were perfect. So I really agree with you. I think this conversation about it has to be new and it has to be from the box store. And it's like, 
first of all, kids don't care. They don't. And there's just a way to do that. And, and I think that that realization, Diane, is so powerful, right? That we can, if we choose to celebrate, if we choose to exchange gifts, we can do it with stuff that's already out there and it will still be just as meaningful. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And especially for kids. And again, we just have to see what our underlying motivation is there of why do we feel like it has to be this way? Is it because we've been told that it's been pounded in our head? This Black Friday thing is a big deal. It has become ever more so the past several years. Um, even now we have the cyber, all the cyber days that we go and buy things. We don't even have to leave our houses until we're like bombarded with deals. So Again, sometimes maybe it's more convenient to buy it new. Maybe it is cheaper and you find a good deal. But if, if you're going back to your point, the budget, really hone in on, on what it is that you spend and don't go over. Because you're right, don't start the new year in a bad place financially. That just is a burden of uh, psychological weight we don't need. Exactly. And, you know, here's the other thing. If it's something you need, if it's something that you have, you know, our Vitamix is on its very last legs. We fixed it a couple times. We use it all the time. We, my husband, like, like there's dental floss in there, like holding that little guy together. And it's like, okay, this is something we're going to need soon. It is a appliance that we use all the time. I'm keeping my eye out. Where's it going on sale? But it's not like, oh, and now I need a kitchen maid aid and I need a this and I need a that. You can use the sales in your favor, but you have to know what you're buying, have a budget and not fall prey to the marketing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you this at the beginning. We kind of just started talking, but I wanted to know if this has been a struggle for you in the past or have you always been someone that downplayed all the consumerism at the holiday season? Oh, no, no, no. It's been a struggle. I've gotten myself out of, I got myself out of terrible debt, terrible debt, because I was like, you know, I, I was always organized, you know, that, that was never, that was inherent. That was it. But yeah, I really spent uh, a good portion of my thirties in debt. And it was because I was keeping thinking I had to have things, I needed things, things would me, feel, make me feel better. And getting out of that and realizing how much happier I am without that burden. And, uh, you know, we just downsized. We just moved into a smaller house. And we're like, yeah, this is plenty. This is great. This is great. So, yes, I have definitely had that experience of overspending and being, you know, I, I tell the story all the time and it's still one of my favorite. I was shopping with a girlfriend of mine and her daughter and her daughter's best friend. I think they were like 14 or 15, the girls. And there was a purse and it was on sale and it was a designer purse and it was marked down. And I was like, oh my God, but it's only $450. It's only $450, which is a huge sum of money, right? I know how many hours I have to work to earn $450. And I was like hemming and hawing and Kate, the old, the friend of my girlfriend's daughter took the purse out of my hand. And she said, what if I was standing in front of you and I had the purse in one hand and I had $450 in cash, what would you take? And I was like, well, the cash. And she's like, then why are you buying the purse? You know? And I was like, oh my God, how did you get to be so smart? <laughs> you know? That's a great visual. Great visual. Yeah. And so I think that when we have been in debt when we have realized that the stuff won't fix us is when true change comes.
I think we did go into a little bit more depth about your cycle, your cycle, <laughs> your cycle. Um, no more of that. That one's gone. <laughs> we went into a little bit more depth of your story back on episode 241. It was stop attracting clutter, but it may have been on 256. We talked about the acquisition cycle, but I'm curious to know you just downsized your home. And in our homes, we have people, I don't know, maybe you don't host. I try not to host too much during the holiday season, but we do have people maybe over more often than not. So we feel like we have to decorate our homes so that we have this warm, cozy ambiance. Have you done that? What are your suggestions, recommendations for the decor that also is abundant? Yeah, so it's interesting. We host a lot. We have people over all the time. We're very social and we love it. And, you know, my husband's Jewish, so his he doesn't care. And I really at some point sort of realized that the joy for me is reconnecting with my people. That like, okay, sure, I guess I could throw a snowman on a dish towel and, you know, Great. And for some people, they love that, right? They love that change of season. I mean, this is interesting. My mom <clears throat> did a big downsize and she sent me all of our vintage Christmas, like the Christmas I had grown up with. Beautiful wooden she'd brought from Germany. And I was like, you know what? I don't have kids. I don't really like to decorate. I sent it all to my brother and sister-in-law and the kids love it. They love it. So I do think if you like to decorate and it brings you happiness, but you don't have to, right? Like when you think of, I always tell people flip it. Like when you think about when you go to people's homes, when people invite you in, I very rarely think about the decor. I'm like, did we have lively conversation? Was it good to see them? You know, I always like, was the food good? Because I like to eat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think that we think we're doing it to impress other people and other people don't really care. They don't really care. If you're planning to cut back on alcohol this dry January, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. Recess has meticulously crafted familiar favorites such as lime margarita and grapefruit paloma, allowing you to savor the flavors and experience of these cocktails without the alcohol content. Throughout January, my listeners can take advantage of a special offer and get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler Pack at takearecess.com minimalist. Every can of Recess boasts a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients and a calorie count of 25 or less. It's a guilt-free option for winding down during dry January. Again, whether it's the end of a demanding day, a dinner gathering, or simply a moment to unwind, these mocktails are the perfect choice. You won't miss the alcohol, and you certainly won't miss dealing with a hangover. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com minimalist so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. No more stressful trips to the fitting room under fluorescent lights. With Armoire, you get to wear quality pieces without the hassle of adding to your wardrobe or paying designer prices. I'll say, as a busy mom of three, I know the importance of treating myself to something special. And Armoire allows me to prioritize quality over quantity in my wardrobe. Plus, Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led, so you can feel good about supporting a business that empowers women. 
If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, try Armoire today. You'll never have to worry about finding the perfect outfit for any occasion again. If you're curious for some of the looks that I've chosen, check out my collaboration highlight on Instagram for a few of my favorite Armoire looks. Looks that you can grab too. So right now my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style/minimalist. That is armoire.style A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalist to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. I love a good holiday playlist wherever I'm at. Even if it's for Halloween, I love a good playlist. I like the smells that come with it. Yeah, totally. Those are the visceral things. And by the way, isn't it funny? I bet if you went to a party or you went to someone's house, that's such an interesting point, Diane. I bet if you went and they didn't have any decor up, but they were playing holiday music, you would think they decorated. Mm. In your mind, you'd be like, oh, they decorate because you were hearing, I'm uh, like me, like the smell of gingerbread. Just, I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I think we get... We're so, uh, we're just so like what we're supposed to do. And it's like, you just have to break it down simply. Mm-hmm. You're told to over-decorate because stores need to sell to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw Christmas, uh, you know, we're at the end of September. I saw Christmas up at the CVS the other day. I saw it. Yeah. You know, those, it's like it, the store, they have an agenda and you have to choose whether you're going to buy into that agenda. Yeah. I think that you actually commented on this, but I had a post, I think from two weeks ago, which we're recording this at the end of September. So it was like beginning mid September when Costco had all their Christmas stuff up. And to me, I'm like, aren't you missing the opportunity to sell the harvest Halloween theme, but obviously there's a demand for it or else they wouldn't have it out. But I don't know, Diane, is there a demand or do they just make us have a demand? Mm -hmm. I feel like they make us have a demand. Mm -hmm. They feel like it's a thing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. And we say this, if you are someone who loves to decorate and it makes you so happy, great, but be intentional. Be intentional. Can you decorate with fresh pine boughs? Can you set a budget for yourself? This year I'm going to spend $100 and that is within my budget. You know, I just think it's when we get sort of frenzied and we're not thinking and we're in the store. It's like, oh, I should do more and I should do more and I should do more. And it's like, no, you should do what you can and want to do. 
I am not artsy. <laughs> I have creates. I'm a creative person. I'm just not necessarily artsy. And so for de home decor, my uh, kids a couple of years ago, we just cut out paper snowflakes and put them in the window. Oh. And we were able to keep those up into the winter season too. We didn't need to take them down, but it was kind of just a cute way to decorate. And it was again, really sweet for me because I'm like, oh, you guys are so little and this is just a season. But I love that you said bringing in uh, things from the outdoors, pine, boughs, that's really elegant as well. And you're not having to store that all year. Cause that is something that I do think about when I go to someone's house that's overly decorated. I do think it's lovely, but I do consider how do they store this all year? Gosh, they must have a ton of storage space to store this. And it overwhelms me. <laughs> I mean, when I see people who have rented storage spaces to store their Christmas decorations, I'm like, that math is not adding up for me. That's just, that's just not. And think about the snowflakes, right? First of all, it was inexpensive. Second of all, they're adorable. And third, you had a whole activity for your kids. I mean, all the moms I know are like, I gotta find something to do with these kids, right? It's such a great, and then now you can make it a thing. I think that when we lean into, you know, what can we do ourselves? I'm just, I'm, I just keep getting back to this. I saw somebody posted in a town kind of near me that this woman's having sewing classes. And I was like, oh, that's so fantastic. Like, just what can we do ourselves? And again, I know that's not everyone's personality, but also just kind of pushing yourself into that. Because if people know my story, I also consumed and wanted all the nice things. And I still want nice things. Don't get me wrong. I like quality over quantity. But just kind of shifting my mindset. Okay, what can I buy secondhand? Is it a need or is it a want? And then how can I do this a little bit more affordably, reasonably for the season that we're in? I don't want to take away all the magic from my kids. But honestly, again, throughout the holiday season, every morning when I come down, I put on a Christmas holiday list on Alexa and it just gives this cozy warm vibe a candle like will work wonders diffusers I just think these other little elements those are the things that I remember about my grandparents house my parents house growing up it's some of the decorations stand out to me but it's more so what was the environment like they were creating exactly I mean my grandmother hosted Thanksgiving forever and I don't think she even put like a turkey out. Like, I don't think there was any decoration. And those were some of my favorite holidays. And I can tell you the recipes and I can remember sitting around that table, but I don't like, I don't think she ever put a like pilgrim hat. There was no decor. And so it, it, we just have to remember that we're being pushed to do it. And so it's like, take a moment. You know, I always tell people before you go shopping, to check in with yourself. Like, how are you feeling? What's going on? I mean, I'm not sure if I shared it with you, but I had something recently where I went on a shopping trip with a challenging family member. Let's just say it like that. Challenging family member. And I didn't check in and I overspent. And I bought things on final sale and I got in my car and Diane, it was like I had a hangover. I was like, I feel disgusting. And I was like, oh, right. Because I didn't walk into this going, this person's going to be tough for me. They're going to push a lot of buttons. Take a breath. You know, do I have a lifeline? Can I text a girlfriend? Can I call my husband? Can I say you're going to, you got a hundred bucks to spend. And, you know, it, it, and I think it's the same for holiday. There's so much pressure to be the person. They make it look like everybody's got it together and they're making home. And by the way, if you don't want to cook and you don't want to make a home, 
you don't have to you don't have to and so i think as we head into this season like just take a little inventory what's your goal what do you want do you want a simpler holiday you know how can you do it reasonably and what's your budget what's your budget that's going to help you i've been having i've been having people do this exercise and it's very painful but i think going into the holidays you can download a spending report on Amazon. And so I'm like, just do it, put it in a spreadsheet and just mark, even with a highlighter, it was a want or it was a need. And it's just like all of a sudden when you see that, you're like, oh, wow. I, and, and I think it tells you, ooh, I'm not 100%. I think it tells you the time that you bought them, which is like, oh, gosh, I'm shopping late at night or, you know. So just get your intention. Get your intention for the holidays have to ask you this because this is something that especially if we're trying to pursue a minimalist or not even just a minimalist lifestyle but if we're just trying to be more intentional we are going to receive things that we didn't ask for that we don't want what do we do then i so i truly believe i truly well a couple of things i truly believe in asking people what they want i do not think that that we just i today today is my six month wedding anniversary and we just got an email from someone who was belatedly, not belated, just fine, buying a gift. We had a very small registry, bit of registry, and then we had a place to donate a nonprofit. And they were like, we, you know, and they, they were like, we really want to get you this thing, but I just want to double check six months in, do you still want this? He literally was like, is this gauche to be asking? And I was like, no, and we do. You know, so I really believe in asking people what they want. I think trying to surprise them, it's almost impossible. Impossible. And the weight of it, look, I think that if you, if someone gives you something and it doesn't work for you, I absolutely think you can let it go because the gift is the gift. And if someone gets mad at you for something that they gave you, that you don't, that's them. There's something going on with them. I am very, I put return receipts. I will buy a holder, like a little, like sometimes I'll just give a little something. And you know, I have a 23 year old niece. She wants REI gift cards. She skis, that's what she wants. You know, I, I don't understand this idea that we're supposed to be able to read people's minds and get them this thing. You know, my, my husband's birthday was a month ago and I just flailed. I flailed. I didn't get anything. I didn't even barely. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I sort of the day of, I was like, I didn't get you anything. And he's like, it's okay. You know, we were sort of talking and then realized like he really is on working on his working out and his health journey. And his, he was like, I really want an Apple watch. And I was like, great. And he loves it. And he got to pick it. Did it diminish the gift? No. He wears it every day. So this idea, everybody's got to release that, that you're supposed to be able to read people's mind and get them exactly what they want. And look, when someone gives you a gift, you still say thank you. You still write a card because they thought of you. You get to say like, thank you so much. But also if you don't like it, you don't like it. That moment, that exchange between two humans is the powerful, connective experience that you both are looking for. And again, once that gift is now mine, it's mine to do with what I want. And it says more about the person's response if they can't handle that I may not want this gift. But we still had that connective moment. And that's what's important. Exactly. Deepak Chopra talks about this a lot. Like, you know, always when you go to someone's home, you bring a gift. But he's like, that may just be a poem 
or a flower mm-hmm. or a well wish, you know, that you, but I think that once you give someone a gift, it is theirs to do with what they want. Mm-hmm. And if you have issue with that, that's something's going on with you. Yeah. That's a you thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think this was an encouraging episode for people as they are, I think I'm going to put it out right before Thanksgiving. So as people are starting to plan ahead and get ready for the holiday season, I hope that we, we don't need to give people permission. They can, they can (laughs) do it willingly, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, we just, we've said it, but it bears repeating. Like it's about this time of year is about taking stock of the last year and where are you? And, you know, I have aging parents and and they're not going to be here that much longer and they don't need anything mm-hmm. like, you know, really just reevaluating this gift giving frenzy. Mm-hmm. I could take it a step deeper and say, people just exchange gift cards. Like, Oh, we're just exchanging money. Like I'm going to buy you a gift card. You buy me a gift card. And that's kind of silly. So maybe reevaluate, you evaluate that as a family. But if you want to take it deeper, we don't have time for this conversation or probably want to get into this kind of worms, <laughs> but you, someone's gift that you could give to them would be an apology or reconciliation. And that could mean so much more than some birthday card. Maybe there's some words that need to be exchanged. I don't know. Something to think about if we're Yeah. 1000%. Look, my mom's 80 something. All she wants is Mm -hmm. to see us. Mm -hmm. That's all she wants. You know, I mean, we sort of, but she's just like, come visit or let me come down there. And, and that kind of stuff, like you said, and, Maybe someone just wants the connection. Maybe it is an apology, right? Maybe it is an mm-hmm. apology. Maybe it is. Uh, I mean, I think it's a this is a full circle conversation, but this is where you kind of take inventory. How have I been mm-hmm. this year? How have I been to my tribe? How have I been to my mm-hmm. people? Yeah, the connection is so important around the holidays. It's really not about the things. Those are like a fun benefit. It's fun to get gifts. It's fun to give and receive, but it's it's just a perk of the day it's not the entire day so I think we have to remember that and also remember everyone else is feeling the same pressure that we are so it's like you know I have a couple girlfriends that we just decided years ago we were like no 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 like I have one girlfriend I don't know I mean we've been friends for 20 I don't think we've ever exchanged a gift and it's like I don't have to worry about that person it's so great (laughs) you know let's meet let's meet for let's take a walk or let's have a spend a little time but just everyone's feeling it so sometimes when you say to people like i'm not exchanging gifts this year so please do not people are like oh thank you like it's such a sense of relief yes absolutely all right well tracy where can listeners connect with you online and grab a copy of your books where can they find you Absolutely. So book is available everywhere for sale, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's also in almost every public library in the United States. So if you are in a not book buying stage, you can check it out from the library. The Audible book is available. If you have an Audible account, it's free right now. So easy, easy to get. Instagram at Tracy underscore McCubbin is my big platform which is fantastic. And we're having a great time over there. And I've also just started a new, calling it Team Tracy, where I send three texts a week, little videos. One Monday, I send a challenge for the week, kind of here's something to tackle. Wednesday, I send a motivation. And then Friday, I answer a follower's direct question. If anybody's interested in that, they go to my Instagram Mm. Um, and there's a link to sign up in the bio and it's great. And it's four ninety nine a month. 
but free for the first seven days and we're having fun. People have really good questions, really good questions. Um, cool. Quickly, before we wrap things up, I'm going to ask you, I wasn't going to, but I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest. And the first one is what's been a beneficial resource as of recently to you that you want to share with the listeners? There's this fantastic website called savethefood.org. And what you can do is you can put in how many people you're cooking dinner for, and it'll tell you proportions. So one of the things that happens to me is like, I have six people over for dinner, I'll, I'll overcook and I'll be left with all this leftover food. So you can put in like, for this many people, you need this much pounds of meat. It's fantastic. And then they have a lot of great information about um, expiration dates and when food really does go bad. So that's been my, ahead of the holidays, I use it all the time. Okay, six people over for dinner, this is how much I need. So that's, that's great, savethefood.org. Yeah, that's great ahead of the holidays. Okay, awesome. Well, my last question for you is what is something you can't stop talking about? What is something I can't stop talking about? <laughs> menopause. I can't stop talking about menopause. <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> you know, Mindy Pels, I think it's Mindy Pels. She talks about how to go into menopause with the different phases. And I think it's P-E-L-Z. I'll have to follow her. I, you know, for me, I think, and when I say I can't stop talking about it, I am so, it's just amazing that we're finally, I think this generate, my generation, I'm 58, we're, we're the first to have real out loud conversations about it. And I'm super excited. And by the way, all the women I know in menopause are absolute ballers, like nothing is slowing them down. So this conversation and and now I'm finding that the women I know who are sort of 35 and 40 are like, well, what's, what's going to happen and what's that look like? So I'm just talking menopause all the time. Yeah. The book that I'm thinking of, it's called Fast Like a Girl by Dr. Mindy Pels. And she's been on the podcast circuit. She is just talking about, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw her. I think I just saw her somewhere else. She's really fantastic. I also like Dr. Mary Halverson, she wrote the Galveston diet. She's really, um, if you're at all thinking about bioidenticals, she's, she's great. There's, it's just an, I am stripes is another fantastic resource. That's Naomi Watts. And it's just, I I love that we're talking about this because my mom, she just white knuckled it. Nobody talked about it. Yeah. And there are things that we can do to support our bodies as we're going through these changes. And if we never shared that information, I'm yeah, you're right. People struggled with it a lot more, and it's still rough, I'm sure, in certain ways. But if you can really learn how to manage it, I'm speaking. I'm not in it yet. I was lucky that I had some friends who were 10 years older than I was and kind of gave me. And so that's, the, you know, there's so much you can do before you even yeah. hit perimenopause to make make it easier. And so the more information you have, it's great. So I'm talking about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I love it. Well, thanks for joining me for this conversation. You were the perfect person to have it with. Thanks for having me and happy holidays. What did you think of the episode? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. To learn more about today's guest, including links, resources related to everything discussed today, visit the episode page at minimalistmomspodcast.com, where you can find the entire podcast archive, as well as my book, Minimalist Moms Living and Parenting with Simplicity, or other ways to connect or work with me online. If you'd like to support the podcast, the easiest and most impactful thing you can do is subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a rating or review of your favorite episode. 
Lastly, sharing the show or your favorite episode with friends on social media is very helpful and will encourage others on their journey to think more and do with less.